Hello, darlings, and welcome to the Witch Wench podcast. I am your host, Kate Goth. Just a heads up, this podcast is for over 18s. It does contain adult language and adult content. So if you're not into that or witchcraft, uh, blessings on your way out. Please close the door behind you. Hello, and welcome to the Witch Wench podcast. I am your host, Kate Goth. As ever, this podcast comes to you unedited from my room in scorching hot Devon today. Um, I want to talk to you today about the super full moon in Capricorn, which is peaks tonight, uh, depending on where you are in the world. Um, for some people, it's the early hours of tomorrow morning. Uh, there is so much going on. It was really hard to actually to like collate it all and sort of pick the bits that came through loudest for me because I don't like my posts to be incredibly long um, and to be kind of easy to digest but this one was just there is so much going on so many different planet aspects interacting with each other um so I'm just gonna get straight into it so it's a super moon um it's the biggest super moon of the year so the moon tonight's gonna look massive if you're in the UK I do hope that it's not too cloudy and you get to see it I'm just looking out the window now pretty cloudy um this one's all about pruning cutting away what no longer serves and making the most of the opportunities for new growth that summer has to offer uh also other words that were coming through were things like accountability and shifting like i've been the word shifting has been coming through a lot um so this is a really good opportunity to take control or harness the energies um, and it does a lot of it just comes down to like self-awareness um, working with the moon is a great way to level up and enhance your life um, so this full moon is in Capricorn and Capricorn is represented by the sea goat so a goat with a fishy tail um, so it's ruled by the element of earth but with this watery aspect to it as well she's all about the tangible and measurable change that is a very loud motorbike going by uh-huh. Oh, uh, sorry. <laughs> uh, where was I? Oh, she's all about the tangible and measurable change. So like a lot of, well, all of the earth ones, earth is material things. It can be abundance. It's the things that you can actually physically touch. Um, and Capricorn has her feet sort of firmly on the ground, but the change that she makes is made by tuning into deeper currents. Uh, she's ambitious. She's headstrong and practical, sometimes hedonistic, self-doubting and fearful. The way Capricorns move through the world and the choices they make are a direct result of their feelings for better or for worse. This energy can be better used with a fuck ton of self-awareness and honouring our emotions. If you head over to the blog, there is a piece over there on honouring emotions. If that's something that you want to know more about, there's a little description of the way that I do this practice. Um, and it's going to be super helpful. So I mean, it's a great practice to do all the time, but if you needed to kick up the arse to attend to it, then let this podcast be it. Um, some questions to ask yourself, are like what are your deeper feelings right now? With the challenge you're, challenges you're facing, how do you feel triggered to react versus how do you want to act? Is there something you could be doing to bring about change that serves you better? Is there something that's been holding you back? If so, what are you afraid of? How are your depths affecting your actual actions in the world? And does this align with what you want? Like so much of our actions and the way that we are is 
comes from this unconscious part. So it's about bringing consciousness to the unconscious, using that awareness to make choices that align with what you want to actually be doing. So um, Capricorn is also a master at bringing about change. She knows that perception creates reality, uh, which is something like you hear people say a lot, but it is literally when you start announcing or thinking or focusing on making change like you're gonna start making this change that's what creates the reality that you live in and i'm living proof of this um but yeah it's taken me a long time to get here nothing happens kind of immediately in terms of manifesting and working with the moon like you can ask for these things you can ask for blockages to be removed it's still you that does the work so by leaning into our deeper depths and our unconscious we're able to bring about the change in our tangible physical worlds you can want something, long for a different path, but it's still you that has to do the work. Full moons are traditionally a time for letting go. This includes letting go of paths not meant for you and any blockages to you meeting your highest purpose. It will require work. It's going to be hard and you may be afraid to make the jump, but do it anyway. The universe rewards bravery. If a completely different path is calling to you, now is the time to make your move. I've been talking to a lot of people about this in the collective, um, wanting to make that jump, wanting to live life in a way that aligns with what they want to do. Um, a lot of career decisions are coming up, people wanting to make change in that and move away from this sort of 40-hour work week slog into things that actually bring them joy, which is great. Um, and I fully support you if that's what you want to be doing. If you long for something different in terms of career or relationships or how you see yourself or how you live your life, this is a chance to move towards exactly that. Um, and in regards to relationships, like if you want to have healthier relationships, you want to have better communication, doing the shadow work and really looking at your core wounds and your own trauma, and your inner child work is going to really help you with that and to actively make change. Um, so this means letting go of insecurity and facing your fears. There's a strong push towards inner child work as our inner realms affect the outer. What healing does your inner child or inner teen need right now in order for you to move forwards? Like, are you holding on to these beliefs that you had? Are you holding on to anger? Are you, you know, that kind of huffy teenager like, oh God, what's the point? I'm never going to get anywhere. Or maybe it's an inner child wound. Like one of mine is that, and I've been working on this really hard um, in terms of blockages is like deep down for a long time I thought there was something wrong with me and I didn't think that I deserved kindness or charity or love and that's not true um it does come from a place of trauma um and I think a lot of people have that so like that personally that's just what I've been working through and I have to do a lot of inner child healing um which if you follow me on social media you will see because I talk about it very openly it's important to talk about it um, where was I? On a little rant there. Uh, where were I? For me, it was blockages to receiving self-love and allowing myself to trust my intuition and not be swayed by others, particularly around relationships. Um, just to expand on that, I am a recovering people pleaser. And even though my intuition is very strong, I used to be, it used to be very easy to convince me that I was just being anxious or like, how could you really know those things? Or I used to find myself saying like, oh, it just makes sense. Like I'm doing this way because it just makes more sense rather than doing what I actually felt called to do, which I do not do anymore. And if that resonates with you, my advice is always go with your intuition, trust your gut. The way that we expand our intuitive gifts 
is to practice. Like you've got to, got to start somewhere. Like how do you determine what's intuition and what's anxiety? With practice, the more you practice, the more you will learn how those different feelings feel in your body. And there is a difference. Um, so that, I mean, that'd be a great thing to start doing if you were looking to expand on that more. Like this full moon is a brilliant opportunity to start doing those things. And um, you can always apologize. You know, it's, we're talking about accountability. You can get it wrong and and apologize or, you know, you're human. You can make a mess and you're not doing it intentionally. Um, you know, we learn more from failing than we do from absolute success. So if you're one of those people who's like, oh, if I'm not going to be perfect at it straight away, then I'm not going to try. Or because things have gone badly for you and you thought it was intuition and it turned out to just be anxiety and then you shot yourself in the foot. Like, that's okay. Chalk it up to experience and try again. Um, where did we get to? Capricorn's ruling planet is Saturn. Um, Saturn is, uh, he's limitations, boundaries, and restriction, which is an interesting one with Capricorn. Um, so it can be the restrictions that we put upon ourselves and those put on us by others. This full moon brings an opportunity, or many opportunities, it would seem, to remove some of those boundaries and reach the other side of resistance. And you're going to hear me talk about more about resistance in a minute. Um, so in Greek mythology, Saturn is Kronos. So he's the father of Zeus. And uh, in the story, so he murdered his own father, um, castrated him, and threw his... So it was Uranus, who was the god of the sky. Um, and then when he did that, he was told by Gaia um, that he was told a prophecy that his own children would do the same to him. So he was so afraid of that happening and so afraid of losing it all that he devoured all of his own children and attempted to prevent him meeting the same fate of his father. This created a self-fulfilling prophecy for Kronos. His wife and sister, gotta love those Greek gods, Rhea, Deceived him into swallowing a stone instead of the infant Zeus. So she had Zeus and then she hid him away and Zeus was raised by a magical goat in a lot of the stories. And then later, Zeus returned, forcing Kronos to disgorge, so throw up, <laughs> his siblings. And this began the war between Titan and God, because Kronos was a Titan. Um, Zeus then ruled over a golden age of man until he fucked it up by giving Pandora that box. But that is a story for another day. But there's wisdom to be found in this story. It highlights the need for change to allow things to die and fall away in order to bring about a new era. Also, it highlights how we can be the engineers of our own undoing if we allow fear and ego to rule us. Um, do I want to say anything more on that? Yeah, I could. Um, so in terms of the change and allowing things to die and fall away, that process can feel really painful. Um, like I always think of the tower card in the tarot deck because um, it looks terrifying but it's all about building from a new foundation and that's what full moons are all about it's a time for letting go um and working through resistance and that's often why you know people are like oh it's crazy on the full moon like where i live there's a lot of people who are affected by the moon and if you go out in town the last couple of days like the energy is there there have been fights in among peaceful hippie folk um and all sorts of things going on and the reason that we get wild is because it is an, that um sun and moon opposite each other creates this conflicting energy and it shows us where we need to make change and making change often involves things crumbling and falling apart anyway back to chronos 
Uh, Kronos is often associated with the patriarchy. If you head over to my blog, there's some lovely rants. It's something that I go on about a lot. My One of my agendas is to dismantle the patriarchy through love, the empowerment of women and witchcraft. So uh, my ex-husband used to go, no, everything's about the patriarchy. Okay, I'm sorry. Yes, it is. It is. Everything is about the patriarchy at the moment because that's what we're fighting against. Uh, side rant. <laughs> so Kronos is associated with the patriarchy and the oppression. I've put here, there is a lot I could go into here, especially with what is going on in the collective right now. Like, you would have to be blind to not see what's going on in America. And if you live in the UK, don't think that this isn't going to come for us as well. Like, none of us are safe until all of us are safe. None of us are free until all of us are free. But I want to focus on the internal for this rather than the collective. So we all have internalized misogyny due to growing up in the society. It's the conditioning we received which limits our view of what we can achieve based on gender roles, and it is a lie. It also taught us what our roles had to be in order to contribute to society. For example, mother, wife, slash breadwinner, husband, and that is also a lie. Like it's just so binary and useless, and it was designed to divide us and keep us weak. And when we look at the god and goddess as archetypes, Yes, they have masculine and feminine attributes, but they also have both within each other. Like, the feminine deity has masculine within her. That's how she's able to birth everything that she does. And she also birthed the masculine. So he can't. you can't have one without the other. Like that whole as above, so below thing. We each have both within us. So if you only ever focus on one, you're not going to have unity within yourself. You're going to struggle. You're going to suffer. Like, finding that unity is really important. Um, it's a journey, again, if that's something that you wanted to start with this full moon, letting go of that conflict within yourself, letting go of those blockages and trying to embrace both sides of yourself and having that more unity. Again, there's a ton of content that you can go and look at over on my blog. I might actually run a course on this at some point as well. Uh, blah, blah, where were we? Um, so this system that we live in was created to keep us small. And it uses these limiting views to do so. That's why they exist. Much of what we see happening in the collective is because this is being challenged right now. It is crumbling, albeit too slowly for my liking. Doing the work in dismantling one's own misogyny will add to that deconstruction. Be the change you want to see in all that jazz. Start with your own limiting self-beliefs and conditioning. Also, if this rubs you up the wrong way, then I have an extra poke, pokey, poke, poke, for you to do some soul searching. If you're there saying, no, not me, I'm fine the way I am. I have some choice words for you that involve ego and fuck off. Um, those who do the work right now will experience huge shifts. Those who hide from it are going to have a painful awakening soon. And in doing the work, I mean like doing the shadow work and having that accountability. Um, super moons bring an intensified energy. This one is the biggest of the year. So expect drama and shit coming to the surface. How are you doing out there? You've got enough to be dealing with. Uh, whatever struggles have been coming up for you in the past few days, especially struggles that have intensified since the new moon in Cancer two weeks ago, that is where you need to be looking. It's because it's calling for healing and releasing. Ask yourself what the lesson is. If it is a repeating pattern, now is a chance to try something different, to break the cycle and move out into a spiral again. So this comes from a conversation that I had with a friend and um, we were talking about you know, when you feel stuck in this loop and you just can't get out of it. And 
and it feels like a circle. And I will write a piece on spirals as well because there's a there's a lot in there. And you can use them as a meditative practice. I have one tattooed on my finger actually to remind me that life is a spiral. As we move through life, we revisit the same challenges over and over again. And it's expansive. They get further and further apart. But I guarantee you, I'm going to be an 80-year-old woman going, fucking thought I dealt with this shit when it comes up for me again. But the way that you change from being in, stuck in this loop and being stuck in the spiral and moving out into a spiral, rather, is at moments like this, at these crux points, when you decide to do something differently. Like anything you've been pushing down or trying to ignore is going to come up in a very loud way. Unlikely it actually already has, because I'm recording this podcast on Wednesday and there's a lot that's gone on in the world. Uh, so do the work before the work does you. This is a really potent moon, darlings. Any work you do now will have a massive effect on your future due to the influence from other energies, which I will come to in a moment. There is a sense of fate changing. Like, that's something that keeps coming up for me. Um, another thing is, um, like, the word weird. Like, I'm just going to go on a little tangent right now. Um, my mum, when I was little, she always used to go, oh, you're weird, you are. And then I started saying, well... Yes, I am. And then I started saying, well, I challenge you to use a better vocabulary than weird. Because often when we call somebody weird or a behavior weird, what we're saying is like, oh, I'm just not going to put any effort into understanding it and I'm going to label it as weird. But the etymology, the base, the root of this word, actually, particularly where I live as well, which was spelt W-Y-R-D, a weird woman was a fate changer. A weird person was a fate changer. Um, and witches, often weird women, um, so yeah, being different and challenging that and this sense of fate changing, like if, if what is holding you back is fear of judgment from others and people going, oh, you're weird. Like if there's something you want to go and dance in the woods naked under the moon, you're going, oh no, I probably shouldn't. I mean, do it somewhere you're not going to get arrested. But if it's just you going, oh, people will think I'm weird. If you're saying to yourself, I can't do that because people will think I'm weird. Do it. That is exactly what I want you to be doing. Um, maybe... Uh, where did I get to? So fate changing tangent, come back to myself. Where are we? Um, so yes, um, questions to ask yourself, like what have you always wanted for yourself? What is your dream life or job or relationship dynamic? What has stopped you from doing it thus far? And then I want you to work on removing those blockers. You can find a ritual on my website to do that. Um, maybe it's been some deeper wounds and fears or the oppression from others or the systemic conditioning. Maybe it's your belief in yourself or that you don't allow yourself to dream that big because you were told it's ridiculous or weird. If you were told it was unachievable or worse, that you can't or shouldn't. Again, tasty little rant on my blog about shouldn't. Um, if that's a word that you come up against, should and shouldn't, like, who says so? It's your life. You choose. Um, whatever is in your way, this supermoon brings an opportunity to blast through it. On the other side of resistance is awesomeness. And again, it will be hard and scary. It will take work. Things will have to die and crumble away in order to make space for it. But don't let that stop you. You can create your own reality. And the portal energy that this moon... I don't really like the word portal, but it kind of is what it is. Um, if I have come up with a different word or if anybody has other word suggestions. A gateway? I don't know. We'll stick with portal. Um, so the portal that this moon creates offers an opportunity for you to create your own challenge reality and make change the july full moon is known as the buck moon as the deer's antlers the male deer's antlers have 
grown in, fully grown in. And Lunasa is just around the corner. Lunasa or Lamas is um, the festival that happens on the 1st of August. Uh, it's a Sabbath day. It's a fire festival. Um, it's all about ripening. Um, you can find a full write-up of it over on my blog, along with some rituals that you can do. Um, but it's the peak of summer. So Litha, we have like the midpoint of the year, but this is like the peak of summer. Um, and we're at our peak as well the god is at his most virile that is my ferret scratching around in the background sorry about that um the land thrives and ripens and so do our plans and our gifts and our strengths and if there were ever a time to dream big it's now and i know i'm saying this a lot but it is really important like now please don't miss it do it now there is a small ferret making lots of noise um my ferrets for anyone who was following that um they nearly died they're much better but now my jill is having a phantom pregnancy so that is her the sound of her trying to dig up things and put them in her nest which she doesn't need because she doesn't have any babies she's not having babies <laughs> where was i so ah uh, yes the other astrology i'm actually gonna pause it pause myself and i'm gonna go and give her some things to pull into her nest so that she's not making a load of noise Right, where was I? She's gone back to harassing my other ferret now and trying to stash him. Um, so, ah, yeah, no, so now we're into the other astrology. So, um, oh, no, I've lost where I was. Oh, did I? Elsewhere in astrology. Um, so here's where it gets interesting. Brace yourselves. This full moon is happening super close to Pluto. Um, Pluto is the planet of death and transformation. I've written about Pluto a lot. He is Hades, Lord of the Underworld consort to persephone and king of shadow work and shadow work and i know always me with the shadow work is what will bring you the guidance you need visiting one's personal underworld is brutal and life-changing it offers rebirth and pluto is here to guide you through it um just as he did with persephone cora embracing the deepest darkest parts of ourselves allows us to level up accepting the parts we deem as ugly or painful brings wholeness and a unity of self which was what I was talking about before, like trying to bring things into unity. Um, so the things that you don't want to look at are exactly where you need to be looking, I'm afraid. So adding to that, um, there's a trine, which is a positive aspect, between the sun and the moon, who are opposing each other. And that's what brings this tension um, at full moons. So the sun, the moon, Mercury, and Uranus. So, <laughs> Uranus, sorry, I am a child. Mercury is... Hermes, god of communication, commerce, thought, logic, and how we put ourselves across. It comes up a lot when people talk about Mercury retrogrades. Um, he's one of the smaller, and it moves quicker. Um, so the changes and the effects that it has on us. So anyway, that's Mercury. Um, and Uranus. <laughs> if I said Uranus, which is the god, I might find it less funny but like me saying uranus in my accent does just make me laugh um so uranus is the primordial sky god of the same name grandfather of zeus so the one who was castrated and had his junk thrown into the sea by his son chronos um and he is like the opposite he is expansion and breaking three free of limits inspiration breakthroughs and intuition uh the moon in capricorn bringing light to the boundaries and the limits where they are. And then Uranus is giving us the power to break through it. The sun and Mercury are conjunct, but opposing the moon 
and this is where that resistance intensifies. So you have the sun, the outer world, and Mercury logic in conflict with our deepest selves and what we really want for ourselves, which is the moon. And then add to that the Uranus energy, and that's bringing this expansive energy to all of the other three. So expect breakthroughs in all of these areas. Um, these intense tensions, the resistance you have been experiencing to moving forwards or moving ahead or making change or jumping onto a different path is about to catapult us forwards into something great. So that tension, this building resistance that we've been feeling is about to push through and we're about to break through all of those limits. Unfortunately, we will have to move through the discomfort first. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> um, so use this, lean into this Uranus energy, use it to power your healing and your shadow work. Know that it is for your highest purpose. To balance out the struggles, Uranus is offering new ideas, new perspective, increased intuition, new opportunities, new ways of being and doing. So amongst the mayhem, keep an eye out for these things and follow them. Um, and that was something that came through really strongly. Like there's going to be all this chaos and in it, there, there are threads for you to follow and they will be loud. So if something's come up and you've been umming and ahhing about making a choice or making a change because you're not sure or you want to end something, but you've been talking yourself out of it, like those are where you need to be going. That's where you need to be going. Um, a word of warning here. This is a chance to break the cycle. Each of us has our own. You may be tempted to stay where you are to repeat the old pattern. It may even come looking like an opportunity to rekindle something or give it one more try, as it were listen to me do not do that now is not the time for repeating old patterns now is not the time for staying in your comfort zone like be awake to this i want you to hear my voice in your mind shouting we're not fucking doing this again it is time for a different way yes it is scary but greatness lies on the other side of it and i see this coming individually and within the collective um the uranus mercury connection will be helping in forming new connections so if there's networking opportunities if there's women's circles if there's other people you can connect to or men's circles or non-gender specific circles <laughs> um if there's new friendships if there's new groups that you can do anything that you're feeling called to do i want you to follow that and open yourself up to the new paths and follow where you're led it's all about so you've got all this resistance and pressure and difficulty and at the same time new opportunities for new new ways of doing things new path um the other thing that i wanted to touch on um, was the north node which is the moon's north node um and if you go into your own chart and look at where that is it indicates where your goals are in life um so and that is in alignment in a shrine again um with the sun the moon and mercury as well so it's adding to that fate changing resistance before breakthrough energy um there's a, my housemate just made a really funny noise. Um, uh, some other things are like, again, I didn't want to go into loads of astrology, but I'll just touch on them really quickly. Um, so you've got Venus, a lot of Venus energy coming in, bringing in some loving support. So lean into that, lean into your tribe, lean into self-love as well, which I'm going to come to in a minute. Um, Neptune is still retrograde and adding a lot of fuckery. As I mentioned in my last post, it's this lifting of veils. Um, on that note, Neptune is also uh, conjunct Pluto. So this Pluto energy of death and transformation, like where in your life have you come to some realizations? Where have veils been lifted? What truths have you been finding? 
or not finding like have you been finding lies where you thought there were truths um and then there's this added pluto energy to that so again allowing things to die doing the shadow work um i had a few people reach out to me actually in the last couple of days with exactly those things going on in life including my own um which i don't know if i want to talk about on here i feel like it's quite private but anyway we'll cross that bridge when we come to it i guess um so to sum up we are at a crux point right now the resistance and the drama we are experiencing is showing us where the blockages to growth lie now you might not be feeling that much resistance and if you aren't good for you it shows that you've been doing the work like well done um but still don't miss this opportunity to make changes like you can it's pruning it's tweaking um it is uncomfortable it is also necessary to us leveling up and if we level up individually we can level up our tribes then we can level up as a collective it's that me we us thing that i'm always talking about so use this energy to highlight and remove those blockages be they coming from your own conditioning and limiting self-use or oppressive energy from others okay the patriarchy Capricorn tells us to lean into our feelings and use them to bring about radical, real, tangible change for ourselves and the collective. The one affects the other. As above, so below. Shadow work will serve you in shedding a light on what your personal blockages are. Again, you can go to my blog and there's a description of shadow work there. There's some prompts, there's some stuff to help you get into it. I use journaling. Um, I also do uh, meditative practice as well. Um, there is an ancestral healing ritual on my website that is quite intense um but if you want to do more ancestor work like that would be a great now would be a great time to do it um so there are some really strong influences coming from pluto planet of death transformation rebirth and uranus planet of expansion and breaking free of limitations this supermoon has huge potential for change and aligning with exactly what you didn't ask for so ask yourself how big do you dare to dream what is stopping you from dreaming even bigger than that like that's a good challenge to give yourself like how big can you dream how can you see your life in a few summers from now where do you see yourself where do you want to be if you can close your eyes and picture that life and you living that life and then i want you to add more to that like how much more can you add to it how amazing could you dream your life to be your relationships your career your alignment with self your healing where do you want to be um and when you've done that i want you to come back and look at where you are now and what's holding you back from that and then you can release it and if you go on my website you can find a basic full moon ritual so you can connect with that energy and release those blockages um a positive connection between Mercury and Uranus brings in all the new. New opportunities, new ideas, new perspectives and connections. Keep your eyes peeled for new avenues to follow in terms of relationships, career and connection. These are the breadcrumbs you want to be following. There will also be temptation to stay where you are. And I think for a lot of people like that is, again, I get out and I talk to people a lot and people reach out to me because that is my job. Um, definitely, yeah, like this temptation little things dangling in front of you to fall back into old pans and this is a test and if you pass it now great things will follow and if you choose to stay where you are you will kick yourself later and you'll have to go around that merry-go-round one more time um so to balance all this out it's really important that you make space to allow your intuition to flow so self-care supportive practices such as grounding or any other meditative practice that you do 
um ritual baths i'm gonna do a ritual shower today because it's too bloody hot for a bath i can't think of anything worse than sitting in hot water um this will allow you to have the space to see clearly and to balance out the emotions that have been brought to the surface um like if you are feeling like life is happening at you right now and you emotionally distressed like make some time for some self-care uh, make some time for some self-love you've got to love a bit of self-love and then you might find particularly like with meditative practice that the answers come through for you um you can also use journaling you can ask yourself some of the questions that i've mentioned um if you need those written down again you can go to the website and they're all in that post there um yeah can i think of anything else no self-care so this is it it's the biggest supermoon of the year like it could be the chance of a lifetime like use this energy to change your fate and that of the collective before we tip towards harvest and back into the cauldron of winter and begin it all again so don't miss it and that is the i've got to the bottom ha well done me um <laughs> I always like to kind of just do a bit of extra waffling on at the end. Um, I don't know why I feel called to do that. So first of all, uh, in my, one of the things I'm working on is blockages to receiving. And I used to just not ask because I didn't want to be rude. Um, but if you like my work and you want to support me, um, there's a bunch of ways you can tip me or you could subscribe to my website. It's £2.50 a month. Like it's not even the cost of a pint. Um, or there's a one pound contribution, or if you go to my social media, there's a link tree, um, and my PayPal is on there. If you wanted to donate anything to me, if you like my work, um, I'm going to be doing more work out in the community. Um, so I do hold women's circles and I'm running the Sabbath and, um, things have been kind of tipping for me, moving away from the childcare and the nannying, which has been my bread money for years. And now it's like the witchcraft is on the up, but obviously woman's got to eat and she's got to pay rent. Um, and, you know, a pound is a pound. Also, it's my birthday next week. So if anybody wanted to buy me a drink for my birthday, that is a very good way that you can do it. Um, just head over to my website or on my Instagram, you can find it. Or you can PayPal me. Um, it's Kate Goth and the email is kate at thewitchwench.com. But yeah, you can't miss it like it's very obviously me on that um so that's that and yeah i hope that whatever you're doing to engage with this full moon whatever you need to let go of whatever has been unveiled to you that is painful that you're going through um i wish you bravery and i want to remind you that bravery is not fighting lions and being fearless bravery is being afraid and doing it anyway so if you're on a healing journey or you're about to make a load of changes or you're about to implode your life because it is not serving you whatever is not serving you and you're letting that go like i know how much that hurts um but i want you to do it anyway and i want you to know that on the other side of it is greatness and on the other side of it is all the things that you want for yourself. Um, so please don't miss this chance, whatever you do. Even if you don't have chance for a ritual, like when you see the moon, I like to just talk to the moon. <laughs> um, or just say out loud to yourself the things that you want to let go of, the blockages that are in your way, 
Um, I haven't formalised necessarily what I will be doing because I like to do that later and very much in the moment. Um, but common ones that I'm always working on are, you know, releasing self-doubt, uh, releasing old pains. Um, I'll be working on releasing or cutting ties with people who want me to stay small. I release the need to make myself smaller. Um, Although that's been something that I've been working on a lot. Okay, anyway, I'm waffling on too much now. Um, So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Take care, darlings, and I love you. Bye.